0: What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Oki Patriot Seventy Six Podcast, and it is this episode is long overdue. So I did an episode yesterday, and I was supposed i i was I was going to wait till Friday to put out this episode, but there is so much going on, and I cannot wait any longer. There is so much bullshit going on. Pardon my French, but this episode you guys know i us and it's um uh, explicit but um a couple of announcements before I get started um uh some of you guys listen on facebook and um i think facebook um is an okay platform, but i don't i don't use it i don't use it at all but if you listen on facebook uh the podcast is the uh, pod, the podcast feature is no longer gonna be available on facebook i think after june june something so if, you, if you're listening to this on facebook you won't get access to the podcast any any further past june so you can go to spotify you can go to youtube you can go to apple podcast google Podcasts, wherever you wherever you get podcasts it's pretty much available everywhere and anywhere um but some of you listen to the show on Facebook, and I appreciate that. Um, they kind of they kind of lost a lot of. Uh, they're gonna lose a lot of people because um, I see a lot of people posting podcasts over on Facebook. Like the Tim Pool podcast is like huge on Facebook, and it's just audio. It's just like it's just an audio only uh, thing over there. There's no video, so um, it, it kind of I don't know. I guess n- not a lot of people was using it, I guess, and so I got an email a few weeks ago saying that uh, podcast, the Facebook podcast thing is going to be discontinued, so wanted to let you guys know about that, and also, um, there's so much stuff happening right now, but of course, this episode is brought to you by 76 Coffee, and 76 Coffee is a, a huge deal, it's a big deal. And I'm so excited to um, to uh, have this available for you guys. I know that everybody under the sun has a coffee company. There's two YouTubers. There's two influencers. I don't like to think of myself as those things. That seems cringe. But um, there's two people that I, I, that I am subscribed to on YouTube. In the past few months, they introduced their own coffee. So this is my version of that. And it is really good coffee and so go check it out 76coffee.net or okipatriot76.com or uh, whatever so you can go check that out and get yourself some coffee and also um you can set it up on a subscription and you can um it basically works like any other subscription service you have it basically you you set it up and you forget about it you can change the the like your your uh, order, and you can cancel it at any time if you want to do that. So check it out if you want to do that. Also, I got new music out. I'm working on music that was supposed to be out a long, long time ago. Um, But the short answer on why I haven't been active on social media in the past five months is I... I basically, and I've been trying to like go over this in my head and like thinking about how to say it because I don't, I don't want to, um, I, I don't want to say something I'm not, I, I'm not comfortable putting on the internet. But basically, in January, I took a job that I thought was going to be the, like, great and it just didn't work out, and so but this job at the time was, um, I, I was working like all the time, like basically I I had no time at all to do anything at all, like I had no time to even do like grocery shopping or anything. Like it was it was just it was just ridiculous. It was crazy. It was it was just, um, I was working nights, so, so my days were nights and my nights were days kind of thing. And um, I, I don't have anything bad to say about the company um, or anything at all. I just, it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. And thing, life just, you know, life is like that. And so uh, in April, I um, helped them transition uh, to the new person that was going to take my job. And um, that's what I've been doing for the past month and i thought it was going to last like two weeks and it ended up lasting like a month so um yeah so that kind of sucked and so that's where i've been um but uh it was it was wild it was crazy it was crazy but uh i'm i was i'm thankful for the opportunity i'm thankful for the experience there but um it just wasn't uh Um, it wasn't my thing. So I'll just leave it at that. That's where I've been. Um, So I'm currently uh, in the process of trying to find something else. And so I thought I would get on here and uh, reboot the podcast and talk about, you know, everything that's happening in the world today. But I wanted to start out and say in the past, I don't know, four months or so, five months – uh, there's been a lot of stuff that happened, and I understand that I, I, I'm probably not going to get to everything, but one of the highlights of the past few months here was like the trucker convoy, and they came through my town here in Oklahoma, and they're still going. They're still like, and I, I saw, let me see where they're at. Let me see where they're at, because I, I thought that they were done, and they went back to California, and it was a, uh, let me just see here. Oh, uh, that's another. We me see. Uh, I should have had this pulled up. But they're like in Wyoming somewhere. They're up by South Dakota. Let's see. If you don't follow Oreo Express, I think that's his name, on YouTube. They're in...
1: Oh, they're heading back to
0: Maryland. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know where they're at. But if you follow Oreo Express on YouTube, he's like a he's a trucker, but they they live streamed the whole thing, but back in February they came through i think at the end of February they came through Oklahoma and they came through my town and he was huge it was really uh it was really exciting to see that and it was really interesting to see the media um the media here. Like The local stations, they didn't want to cover it correctly. They didn't want to say what was going on exactly. They kind of covered it, but they covered it in a way to make like the whole convoy look bad. But if you don't remember, it was huge. It was freaking huge. And there was a lot of support. Um, and Oklahoma was the only state that I know of that um, they welcomed them with the highway patrol, the Oklahoma Highway Patrol, they welcomed them into the state and they escorted them out of the state. And they got full support from like the governor. And I don't know about the governor, but they got full support from like a lot of people here, a lot of officials here. So, but yeah, Oklahoma's making some news here recently with the abortion thing. And uh, obviously, that's a big topic right now, which I have been like, I don't like talking about that type of stuff. I just don't. Because I mean, I kind of understand their point. They're like, you know, guys shouldn't have an opinion. Like men shouldn't have an opinion on abortion. But if you don't talk about it, then I think that that's like like they win, right? And so I kind of I kind of agree with what Oklahoma is doing. I I really do support it, and I think Governor Kevin Stitt is doing a great job. And there's some lunatics on twitter i don't know how i'm getting i don't know how i'm getting and obviously that's a big story right now as well um but there's some crazy people on twitter right now Uh, and for some reason i'm getting like all of the uh people here in oklahoma like the people on the on the left like the people in the blue areas of oklahoma um i'm getting all of their tweets in my feed and i don't even follow these people sometimes like i think i follow a couple of them To see what they're talking about. But they're, they're, they are just, they are just shitting on Governor Kevin's set right now. Um, and obviously there's some local stuff going on. Like, I don't know if you know about the whole, um, the whole, uh, uh, barbecue thing, uh, which I, I, I ate at, um, uh, that restaurant down in, uh, Broken Bow. They have a, um, Uh, Town, they have a they have a restaurant down there that so apparently if you don't know they have a restaurant down there i think it's called foggy bottom they recently discovered that they were taking taxpayer i think it's like 10 million dollars or 12 million dollars they were getting taxpayer funds to build that or something i haven't really been following that close but they had to shut down and a lot of people are mad at, uh, Governor Kevin Stitt for, uh, doing that, but it was a good restaurant. Like it was a, it's, it was like right on the lake. It was like right on the, 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 like the river there. And it was, it was nice. Like it was like, it wasn't too expensive. It was really good food. Uh, but anyway, they've been talking about that on Twitter as well, but making memes about it I've been checking that out. But, uh, with the abortion thing, the abortion, a, a lot of, a lot of states are coming out and, uh, Banning the abortion, and uh, I don't know how to feel about it. I, I I I like it, but I I I also I also understand. I also understand the liberals' argument of "my body, my choice." Because when it comes to the vaccine, I support that. Right, I I support that messaging. So it would be hypocritical of me to to support my body my choice in one thing and uh not the other it's it's hard it's a it's a very hard topic um especially when i'm not a woman you know it's like i don't i don't know but um but some people take it way too far like some people take it way too far like i posted a video oh by the way i do have a new instagram account republican boss is like the new is my new account for now um You can check that out on post. It's a bigger platform, and uh, uh, I'm able to reach a lot more people with that account. So I'm posting over there uh, pretty much every day now. Um, So you can just type in Republican Boss. And I posted this video of this woman. It was like at a live action. I can't remember if it was in D.C. or some other place. Maybe it was in Arizona somewhere. I I can't remember. Uh, I think it was in D.C. at the March for Life or whatever it was. Uh, but they asked this woman, uh, uh, "When is a abortion um, acceptable?" And they're like, uh, "After birth is fine." Like, so you want to like murder the baby? You want to like just just stab the baby? Like, that's crazy. These people. crazy. So like, some people take it way too far. Some people take it way way too far. And so I I, I don't I, I I definitely don't support that. That's like demonic. That's like uh, some kind of satanic like that's evil that's evil to the core like that is definitely it's definitely a no-no in my book but my way of thinking is that if you ban something I know I might get a lot of flack from this but if you you ban something people are going to find a way to do it anyway Right, and so I know people on, the, on on the right, you know, conservatives. They they uh want abortion flat out banned, right? And according to the left, that's what this Roe versus Wade thing, in their mind, that's what it is. But it's not. It brings it to the states, and so I think that that's fine, right? And so in that, like, if you don't support what your state is doing, you can just move, right? And so if you know, if you live in Oklahoma, obviously you're going to have a hard times, but you can, you can, you can drive to like uh, Colorado or uh, New Mexico, or you can fly to California. Like basically it's going to make it harder to have an abortion. And I I think that there was like a movie, they were all back. I can't remember what it was. It was like a road trip. It was on HBO or Showtime or something, maybe a different network, but it's called road trip or something like that. And they, it's about this. 15-year-old girl who wants to have an abortion and they go on a road trip to try to find a state that would give her an abortion. And in the movie, they came through Oklahoma. It was based in Kansas or based in Missouri or they they went through Oklahoma and I think they ended up getting an abortion in New Mexico in the movie. I, like I didn't watch the movie, but I just saw an advertisement for it and it's called a road trip or something like that. It came out a few months ago or a few years ago. Um But this, I mean, this, like, this topic is hard, though. It's just, it's just hard for me to pick an answer, I guess. And maybe you can say I'm on the fence. I, I guess I am. Because on one side, I, I get their point about my body, my choice. But, like, here's the thing. You do have a choice. You do have a choice. Don't get pregnant. Don't have sex or, or at least use protection or, or that kind of thing. Like, you do have a choice. And the fact that they think that this is uh, the end of human or uh, or the end of women's rights is just ridiculous. It's not the end of women's rights. I saw this idiot. I posted a picture, and this idiot had a sign, and it said, "I uh, one day I want women to have the same rights as guns." Like it's just really, it just. I mean, like when I view posts like that or when I watch videos from people on the left or these, like the libs of TikTok, the people on there, I just, I get a headache and I can't breathe and I just, I, I lose my train of, like I lose my mind. You know, I, I just, I kind of like black out for a second. Like, I don't know about you, but when I like read stuff like that or look at posts like that, my IQ drops to the ground. Like, I just can't, I can't handle it. I have to like, um, go outside and you know do something else you know I Like it's just not like, i just can't take it when i like read stuff like that i'm like jeez people out there actually actually are saying this um but there, there's some interesting people out there but yeah um i obviously support what's happening with roe versus wade i i just i just kind of want to be honest about my thinking like i think that abortion is horrible and i think that um i i don't support it and you know what's interesting about with this you know here here in oklahoma governor kevin Stitt did an interview with fox sunday like literally like a few days ago like this past sunday he was on uh, fox news sunday and he said something about this and i thought i didn't even think about it but he was talking about, like, if you don't know here in Oklahoma, uh basically the state is cut in half um when it comes to jurisdiction. And so like if a in like a person who's Native American commits a crime in the eastern half of the state, um they it, it's viewed differently under the law. And so people on the eastern side of the state when it comes to native americans they don't have to follow state law and so i think and he thinks this too that they they are probably going to uh be putting abortion clinics on indian land right and so i mean that's horrible to think about but um that's probably what they're going to do, and they can do that under the law. They can do that under the law, and so they, you know, uh, you can have a casino and like an Indian casino, and they can have like abortion clinic. They, like, there's already hospitals. There's already like a a you know a Indian a casino close to where I live, and there's like a there's an Indian hospital right there. And so, uh, uh, just because you know it's outlawed in Oklahoma doesn't necessarily mean it's outlawed in Oklahoma because, um. You can still, and I'm, I'm really surprised that nobody has talked about this. Um, and it ha, and it, it's not really has to do, like, it doesn't have to do with abortion, but it's kind of, it's kind of similar. And I posted about it on YouTube, on the YouTube community tab, like four or five months ago. But uh, look up, um, I do a little research. Um, I can't remember all the details, but look up Brittany Pula. She's from Lawton, Oklahoma. She has uh she had a miscarriage uh due to uh, her drug use, basically. And she got um sentenced to four years in prison or something like that due to that. And basically uh basically what it boils down to is they 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 think that um she knowingly knew that she was pregnant and she still used drugs and it killed her baby. And so she basically um got charged for that. And so I, I was thinking about like what if what if what if like Governor Kevin Stitt took it a step further and if you have an abortion in the state of Oklahoma, you go to jail and you treat it as but I, I feel like he would like he would not make it out of that alive. Like, he, people in Oklahoma would burn his ass. Like, people... There's people are, like here in Oklahoma, they're probably, like, you know, somewhat conservative or somewhat, like, right-leaning, but there's some people here in Oklahoma in, like, Oklahoma City or Edmond-Norman area, they're as blue as the sky, right? Uh, you know, he would... That, that would not be a popular decision, but it would stop people from having an abortion, right? But I think what he did was, 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 um, okay. You know, it's, you know, better than other states, better than other states. So I support it. I think it's great. But just like I said, I, I, I understand their argument when it comes to my body, my choice. And, uh, I don't know. It's a tough, it's a tough subject, but, uh, yeah, but, but but to see these people on the left lose their minds over this is just ridiculous. It's just crazy. They're they're up in Washington protesting, which I have nothing against protesting, but these these people are losing their minds and they don't know what they're talking about. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my my take on on uh roe versus wade let's let's cover uh twitter for a second so twitter if you don't know and it's been all over the news elon musk elon musk i man i i'm kind of on the fence on this one too i i really support elon musk buying twitter and i said a long time ago maybe i didn't say it on a podcast. But I was I was thinking it right when all of these alternative platforms um, were coming out like Gab and Parler and Gitter and all of these all these other platforms right um, and I'm all for alternative platforms I think they're great I think Gab is great I think um, I have nothing against these platforms right but I I think that if you want to change the world of social media and stop censorship. For good. You need to buy the biggest platform. And Twitter is as close as that you can get. Like, Facebook is, is I think, the biggest. Or Google. Uh, YouTube is, like, the biggest platform. It's not really a social media platform, but I guess technically, when you're talking about social media, uh, Facebook, Facebook has more users, I believe, because they have Instagram. Um, or I guess Meta. I guess that's the Correct term, but the but I, I think um people are underestimating this uh Twitter deal uh with Elon Musk. He is he is buying, and I guess not now because it came out this morning that it's on hold. Um, like the Twitter deal is on hold because uh, until they can uh, prove to him that the bought accounts are less than 5%, um, he's not going to do the deal. So, Which a lot of people are saying that uh, he basically uh, like, it's, like it's crazy what happened with this deal because a lot of people were saying that as soon as he took over, or as soon as he announced that he was buying Twitter, a lot of people, their accounts, their engagement like shot up. Like, a lot of people were um, experiencing, like, high growth. Like, Joe Rogan, for instance, which, interesting. I just got a notification for a new episode from Joe Rogan. But Joe Rogan said the other day on his podcast, uh, he got, like, 700,000 new followers on Twitter in, like, two weeks. And that is interesting. Like, you had people losing followers. Like, Obama was losing followers or people, like like our Republicans were gaining followers and the people on the left were losing followers, which is just interesting. And uh, what that what that says to me, let me get this pop-up out. What that says to me is that uh, they had a major problem and they knew that when, uh, you know, Elon Musk coming in, they knew that uh, they better, you know, burn the evidence right or uh fix the problem or you know they probably you know like it was like they had a button pushed for three years and then as soon as elon musk uh you know announced that he was buying twitter they 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 they, you know flipped the switch back on and it was just like that and people were experiencing like a massive growth on Twitter, like it was just crazy. But here's why it's so important for, in my opinion, I, I think, you know, obviously Twitter, everything that you, like every piece of content that I get, it's from Twitter, like when I post it on Instagram, it's from Twitter, because it's in news. And we saw in the past election that um, it, can, it can sway people's opinion it comes to their vote like it can it can literally change a election a lot of people said that and and you guys know this but a lot of people said that if if they would have known about the hunter laptop thing they would have voted differently maybe not for trump but they would have not uh, voted for joe biden that's for sure if they would have known a lot of the stuff that that has came out in the past year and a half they would have not voted for Joe Biden. Uh, and so, and it's crazy. I hope, I hope Elon Musk goes through with this deal and I hope that it doesn't uh, get delayed even more or, or, or I hope it, um, I hope it goes through with the deal because I, I think him taking over Twitter and what, what he needs to do is as soon as he, and it's, it's awesome to see people leaving. I, I think, um, can't remember who, like, some of the top people at Twitter has already left, and uh, which is good. I, I think he needs to go into Twitter as soon as he officially takes ownership. He needs to fire everybody, and he needs to move it to Texas, right? He needs to move it to Austin or wherever. Um, and there's already a guy in Texas offering him land to build the new Twitter headquarters. He needs to move—get it out of um, Hellhole, California— move it to Texas, and hire people from Austin. There's people in Austin. I, I'm i hearing, I mean, I've heard for the past several years that Austin is the new Silicon Valley. A lot of companies are moving there. It's, I mean, it's not new information, but there's people in Austin that can run Twitter. And obviously, Elon Musk is a computer genius. He's, I was watching a documentary on him the other day, and he was, uh, I did not realize like i knew he was really smart but i i did not know he was like a like a child genius like he 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 he, he uh, built his own software at the age of like 7 or 10 or something like that and he sold it for like 500 bucks and so this was like in the 80s or something like that 70s um crazy um but i think you know elon musk kind of scares me though with, like, the Neuralink and his ties to China and, obviously, like, his, you know, Tesla. Um, you know, it's just... It's kind of something that I just kind of have to overlook because I know that not everybody can be, like, the perfect person or not everybody can check every box that you have. It's kind of like Trump. Like, there's things with Trump that... Um, that I have issues with, you know, including like when it comes to social media, you know, uh, his new True Social. I don't know if anybody's on True Social. Apparently, not a lot of people because um, it's not even on Android. And Android makes up like what half of like people's devices. Like, he's losing out on like a lot of freaking people. And do you know how easy it is to put an app? on the android google play store like i did it i was able to do it i i don't know if you remember i tried to create an app last year um 76 social it made it on the app store it made it on google play i was able to do it and it, it's it costs like 30 bucks a month or something like that to put it on the store it's not that hard and people are still complaining about troops like uh uh, true Social is not on the Android Store, which I don't understand So that's that's You know, that's, that's just one thing I have an issue With Trump, you know um, it, It's not that I Have fully pulled my support from Trump It's just like I'm looking at other options Right? Somebody said on Twitter today, uh, it's like You guys need to be looking at Ron DeSantis, or uh, not Ron DeSantis But Rand, Rand Paul And uh, 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 DeSantis is cool like I I'll definitely vote for him if if he if he runs and but you know Trump to me I still support him like I honestly do but it's just like it's really getting harder like every few months when he comes out and you know his vaccine promotion is not helping in my book but um that and like this true social stuff um Look, like I support alternative platforms, I really do. But when you are like when you're I don't know. I don't know. It's just maybe I just like to complain
1: because I have no other reason to,
0: but a true social like he had an opportunity to get on Gab whenever it was big, or he had an opportunity to, to fix this social media censorship problem. And I guess that's part of, that's like the main reason I have a, I, I have some beef with Trump. Like, he was president, he had the opportunity to fix these things, and when he, it really wasn't really a big priority for him until he started getting deleted off of social media yeah, closer to the end of his time, Right. And that's when it really became a problem for him, right? And that's kind of my issue. Like he had the opportunity to um, do that. And also like, what's the point of signing up for true social when it's not even available on half of the devices and there's a waiting list. Like some people are waiting like two, three months. Like, what's the point of that? Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's kind of like, going to a restaurant and be like yeah we'll call you back when the table is ready like in four months like really like I want to eat now I'm hungry now like seriously (laughs) it's the dumbest thing ever but I think Elon buying Twitter or when it if it officially goes through I think that it's going to be huge and I can overlook some of his you know issues that I have you know, his ties to China, and his, like, the Neuralink thing scares the shit out of me, right? When you, when you, when you're talking about connecting um, you know, humans with technology, you think, like, you know, this vaccine Mark of the Beast stuff is correct. No, 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 that, that is literally, like, uh, next level stuff, right? I, and I think he's a smart guy. I think he's funny. I think he's, like, a troll. Um, but, uh, you know, he does have a point when it comes to these trolls or to these bot um, accounts on Twitter. If you look at, you know, Joe Biden's account, for instance, all of the accounts, you can scroll for 20, 30, 40 minutes, an hour. You can scroll for like as many times as, you, like as much as, like you can probably scroll all day and look at the accounts that is following his account. They were all created in May 2020 too. They were all created in May of 2022, right? And so, but basically, I mean, like, if he doesn't go through with this deal, it does communicate to people that social media, these these social media giants, uh, especially Twitter, they may have gotten away, or they almost have, may have gotten away with uh, one of the biggest frauds uh, in a long time because essentially what they're doing is they're creating these accounts and then they're selling ad space and the more users you have on your platform you can you can charge more money right and um you know there's a problem with that on Facebook as well like on Instagram my personal account I woke up one day and I had 30 or 40 uh follower request on my personal account and they were all fake accounts if you look at that th- th- they were they're not it they wasn't even a real person there i mean i don't accept especially on my personal account i don't accept like requests from anybody unless i know them personally right and so i hit delete on that but i mean it's a problem on social media in general where you have fake bot accounts um but I hope he pulls this off, I really do, because I think it would, it would really help out a lot. And um, the, minute, the minute that he gets control of Twitter, he needs to reinstate everybody that got banned, right? And, uh, you know, obviously Trump, obviously Alex Jones, obviously people that, you know, there's people that got deleted that, that doesn't even make sense. That don't even make sense. Like, Joe Rogan talked about this guy who got deleted, and he started a political party called the Unity Party, and he got deleted. And it was all about—like, his whole purpose of the party was uh, just to unify people. And he got, he got taken off of Twitter. So, like, shit like that really pisses me off. Like, I, I mean, I guess I understand, you know, Alex Jones or, or Mike Lindell or, you know, whatever getting off of Twitter— I guess I understand. Kind of, but not really. Cause here's the thing, no one's like making you go on Twitter. No one's like putting a gun to your head and saying, You need to use Twitter. Why don't you create your own platform? Right? Why don't you create your own platform and you can you can have your your Blue Anon meeting or whatever it is. Right? Like you can talk about Russia or, or you know, all your, you know, crazy conspiracy theories. Right? You can you can talk about that. But they won't, they won't, right? The new, uh, the new I'm moving to Canada is I'm going to get off Twitter. But they're not going to get off Twitter, right? Because Twitter, you know, I, it, uh, Twitter is pretty valuable when it comes to, it's, it's probably one of my favorite apps when it comes to social media. Because you can search stuff. You can go on Twitter and you can search a bunch of stuff, right? But obviously this, this um, administration does not know that, and so if if you don't know, there's a tweet going around that um, a lot of <laughs> a lot of people were uh, just could not believe this. Is, this is a real tweet, but the White House tweeted recently, a few days ago. Let me find this tweet. This was um, from May twelfth, and they since had to retract their statement, but the White House put out this unbelievable tweet, and. Uh, When uh, President Biden took office, millions were unemployed and there was no vaccine available. In the last 15 months, the economy has created 8.3 million jobs. Unemployment rate stands at 3.6, the fastest decline in unemployment to start a president's term ever recorded. So two major lies here. So there was no vaccine available. Um, There was a vaccine available in late 2020. 2020. And on December 21st, 2020, Joe Biden got the first dose of the vaccine. So there was a vaccine available in January of 2021. And the fact that they put that out there and nobody, no, like the, the, the uh, Ministry of Truth person didn't fact check thats unfucking un-fucking-real. Like, really? They got ratioed into oblivion on Twitter. Like, you want to talk about Like, they got their ass handed to them. And the fact that that made it on the official White House Twitter? Are you you kidding me? Really? Nobody thought to, like, fact check this information. Also, the unemployment thing. When the whole country shuts down and everybody loses their job, and then everything starts to reopen and they get jobs or they go find another job, or they get their job back. That's not. The same thing as like. That's not the. That's not the same thing. You can't take credit for that shit.
1: I'm sorry. You, like, you just can't.
0: All like all. All that was done. Was the faucet was turned on. Or uh, the faucet was turned off whenever Joe Biden came into office and slowly it just came back on. But he didn't discover water, you know, like, just, like they're just talking about like, like he, like he is the greatest president. No, all that was done was people went back to work. That's not, no. So the ministry of truth needs to be fired. Right. And I have even got into that lady.
1: That, that lady is crazy. Crazy. But, um, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, man. Um,
0: but, uh, I mean, the fact that they, they don't know, like this, this just goes to show you how, how old this administration is. You know, you had, you know, I wanted so bad to like do a podcast or do a video whenever all this stuff, but was happening, but like the handshake. The handshake, with I was just, I just could not believe my eyes when I saw that. When I saw that handshake, I was like, we're done. We are, we are screwed. Like, I knew, I knew we were screwed, but I just, when I saw that, I was like, that, that was a, that actually happened. Okay.
1: But um, anyway, speaking of Biden, we have
0: this new press secretary, uh, what's her name? Let me see what her name is. Uh, I don't know. Oh, a uh, Kareen Jean Perre. That's her new. That's the new press secretary. And she. Let me just tell you, if you haven't seen these clips, go check out on Twitter or go check out on my on my on my Instagram at a Republican Boss. But let me just tell you, she's worse than Jen Psaki, right? She is worse than Jen Psaki, and she's what I call a virtue signal because if you don't know, she is a black, gay, lesbian um, person, and I, I have nothing against those things, but she is horrible at her job. Right? Why can't they just hire people that are good at their job? Why can't they? Why does it have to be? Like I have no issue with you being transgender or gay or black. Like I, I, I don't care. I, don't, I, I don't care. Why don't you hire people that are good at their job? Why don't you get people in the door that, like, I wouldn't be mad. And look, like, I know it's a hard job. Like, I know it's a really hard job. Basically, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make a horrible administration look like the best administration. It's a tough gig. It really is a tough gig. It really is. I, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want it so I, I do have some sympathy when it comes to her and or, or whoever is in that job I, I really do have a lot of um, but when it comes to after a certain point all I want is the truth like all I want is the administration to be transparent but 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 you have Peter Doocy or, or these reporters asking the, you know her or Jensaki, what's two plus two when she doesn't even answer the question she doesn't even say, oh, it's poor. She goes around the question saying, no, it has to do with climate change or Black Lives Matter or, like, white supremacy or, like, oh, like, like you see when you have two plus two, like, she just goes around the question. She just goes around. And here is, uh, let me just play this. Here is, um, so, Biden put out a tweet saying that we need a tax. Let me just see if I can find it. Because, uh, Jeff Bezos. So, Joe Biden put out a tweet. This was like uh, May 13th. Uh, you want to uh, you want to bring down inflation? Let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. And so Jeff Bezos uh, retweeted this with the newly created disinformation board should review this tweet, or maybe they should form a new uh, board in, uh, instead. Raising corp taxes is fine to uh, discuss. I mean, inflation is critical to discuss. Mushing them together is misdirection. And so, um, Peter Doocy questioned that tweet with, with the new uh, press secretary, and here is the response. Let me just play this.
2: Well, these corporations pay their fair share. How is raising taxes on corporations reducing inflation? So... Are you talking about a specific tweet?
1: He tweeted, "You want to bring down inflation? Let's make sure the
2: wealthiest corporations pay their fair share." Look, well, you know we have talked about um, we have talked about this this past year uh, about um, making sure that the wealthiest among us are paying their fair share. Um, and that is important to do, and uh, that is something that, uh, you know, the President has been, you know, working on uh, every day when we talk about inflation and lowering costs. And so it's very important uh, that, uh, you know, as we're seeing costs rise, uh, as we're talking about how to, you know, uh, you know, build a, a, a America that's safe, that's equal for everyone and doesn't leave everyone behind, that is an important part uh, of that as well. But how does— Raising taxes on corporations lower the cost of gas, the cost of used car, the cost of food for everyday Americans. So, look, I think we encourage those who have done very well, right, especially those who care about climate change uh, to support a fair tax code that doesn't change, that doesn't charge manufacturers, workers, cops builders a higher percentage of their earnings that the most fortunate people in our nation and not let this this that stand in the way of reducing energy costs and fighting this existential problem if you think about that as an example and to support basic collective bargaining
0: so i don't know what she said uh she just it's like a word salad at this point but the i guess the better example would be this right she can't just answer a simple question. And, and that was my point. Like, I bet if you ask her two plus, like, what is two plus two? She can't just say four. She has to go around the question and like, it's like she's trying to write a, um, you know, 500 word essay or thousand word essay. And she's trying to just say the most words possible without making any sense. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, her and uh, Kamala Harris, it's, it's almost like a predictive text. Right. And, and Joe Biden, like, like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and everybody in this administration, every time you, you know, they talk, it's like a predictive text thing. They can't just answer a question. It's like they have to, you know, like, so here is, an obviously horrible what happened this past weekend in, in uh, Buffalo, but, um, Joe Biden, um, Joe Biden uh, is—or did visit um, today—Buffalo, and he did not visit um, Waukesha or whatever it was that happened this past Christmas, Um, and, you know, obviously what happened—I'm not really going to get into what happened, because I I, I don't like talking about, you know, these types of things. It's a horrible tragedy, and, you know, obviously what it boils down to is— um, mental illness, right? You, you know, you have in you know, the left blaming the right, and you have the right blaming the left, and you know there was a manifesto, and I, like I didn't read it. I saw clips of it. I I saw little you know snippets of it here and there, but um, I just feel like I'm not I'm not qualified to talk about that kind of stuff. But I I just feel like it's it's a it's a horrible it's a horrible tragedy what happened, and you know there are some there are some dumbass uh, headlines like there was uh, let me see if I can find the uh, Rolling Stone the Rolling Stone article let's see the Rolling Stone basically was saying that guy was a, a mainstream republican and that's something not true Uh, maybe I didn't post it, but, but, but here's an even more ridiculous headline from Deadspin, which I thought this was like a, sometimes you can't tell with these satire websites. Uh, and sometimes you can't tell the difference between satire and real, but this is a definitely real headline from Deadspin, which is a sports, um, website, a sports, um, magazine or something. I, I don't know, but anyway, they put on, uh, Twitter yesterday. White fans were entertained by, by black athletes a day after a racist killed black people in Buffalo. This is what white supremacy looks like. So apparently there was a game in Buffalo. I didn't even know about it, but that tweet is still up. And I, I obviously don't want those types of tweets to be deleted, because obviously it's, it's, it makes for good entertainment. But I know that there's some people on, on the right um, want that type of content deleted and, and, and whatever, and That's what free speech looks like, right? Unfortunately, that's what free speech looks like. People are able to get on the Internet and put ridiculous takes, and that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it re- this crazy. There's people on TikTok that can make dumbass videos and the libs of TikTok can make, you know, post those videos, and it's all great, right? It's all fantastic. But, to, but, but what's even more ridiculous is people
1: people were thinking that. This is what white supremacy looks like. First of all, um, they could have canceled the game, right? They could have canceled the game. But this is not
0: These athletes, it's kind of like Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, he said something about, like, this is what slavery is, or this is what the new form of slavery is, is that, you know, playing, you know. No. No. Like, these people make millions of dollars a year. And I, like, I know it's not just, like, for an hour on Saturday or, or whatever, Right. You know, they train their whole life, and they put in, like, hours and hours of work. I get it. Like, I, I understand. They, they earn, uh, you know, that ability to make that much money. But to compare it to, like, to make it a race problem is just absolutely bonkers. It's just, it's just, get out of here with that logic. This is what white supremacy looks like. No, it does not. Crazy. Get out of here with that dumbass shit.
1: Right. But um obviously
0: um, obviously what happened was horrible and uh you know, I I may talk about it more in the next episode when everything comes out, but uh it's just interesting that um you know certain certain uh tragedies get um more coverage than others. Like there was uh, what it, there was a church shooting in in um, California the same day, I think, and uh, nobody's talking about that, so I thought that was interesting.
1: Um, but yeah let's see what else here
0: um, oh yeah let's, let's 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 talk about this uh female. And non-binary Uber drivers will now be able to refuse male passengers in Australia, and this is one of those headlines that I go, "This can't be real." So I had to Google it, and yes, it's real. It is a real situation that's happening in in Australia. Um, now, um, I have I have no interest in supporting Uber or or any of those. Like, I feel like. You know, I'm kind of like a small business person. Like, uh, if I need a ride, I'm calling like a taxi, like a local taxi service or something. Uh, But that's like not ever, because I don't live in New York. I don't live in a major city, right? I have a vehicle, and I can travel like that. And I understand some people have to take Uber for, you know, because they don't have a car.
1: But But to say that...
0: That it's okay or and like i i guess it's it's understandable like somebody commented um somebody commented actually i'm torn on this when i feel like everybody is allowed to deny service if they feel like it's their safety is and yeah i mean look i mean i i guess i understand that They, if a if a female is driving and there is a nasty ass or a uh, like a creepy guy, you know, who looks like a, like a, like a pedophile or like a, like a little, like a, like he wants, like he's like a creepy dude or something. And they, they don't feel safe. You know, I, I get it. I get it. I really get it. Um, but what if it was the other way around? Like what if like male drivers were able to, able to, uh, what if male drivers were able to deny, Female drivers, I don't think it would go over too well. And so, that, that in my opinion, is like discrimination. Like I, like, I understand it. I totally understand that. But what if, like, like, like it's uh, not even an option the other way around? And it definitely wouldn't be an option if male passengers could deny uh, service to non binary uh, 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 customers. It just wouldn't be an option. Um, that's another, uh, that's another uh, story that just makes you think I want to talk about this story this is a crazy story so Florida man everything, everything that is crazy happens in Florida Florida man arrested after calling 911 to say Biden needs to be in jail so this happened um, this happened a few days ago this past Sunday I believe he was a, uh, he was arrested Sunday for calling 911 uh, several times to say that El Chapo needed to be freed from prison and President Biden needed to be placed into prison as well. Dispatchers told him that his comments were non-emergency related, and he was asked not to call 911 unless it was emergency. Uh, shortly after, he called it again, and uh, they said that. Don't call back. So they went to his house and they arrested him for misusing um, the 911 system. So a lot of people were saying,, uh, you know, this is, this is an emergency situation, which I you know I like, like I agree, but it's not. Right? It's, it's not. It's not like like I agree. I agree he needs to be in prison, but don't do stupid shit like this. Don't waste people's time, right? I know it's funny. I know it's, like, hilarious, and he, he probably—I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this guy. I mean, he, I mean, he might be crazy just like the rest of them, you know? I, I don't know. It seems like he's another—he uh, looks normal. This, you know, this seems to be a situation, in my opinion. I don't know. He looks normal. He doesn't look crazy. In my opinion, he probably, they, he probably was drinking with his buddies, and he's like, "What if I just like called out one on Joe Biden?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a dumb, a dumb situation. Uh, but I thought that was funny though.
1: That was funny though. But um.
0: Yeah, man it is it has been a long long time it's been way too long and i thought i would jump on here and give you guys an episode since i've been um talking about it forever so i i was active on youtube over the past four or five months um yes i was treating youtube as a social media platform and uh, it's pretty cool you can get on there and like tweet stuff or post stuff and i did that for a while so um uh but i apologize for just uh uh you know dipping out on everybody. And uh sometimes you have to do that and it felt good to felt good to be away. It felt good to like even though it was a really stressful time and it was a really stressful situation I was in, it, it felt good to like not have to worry about like the news and I missed like a million things that was happening. But uh before I go, I wanted to uh uh talk about some uh, albums and some new music uh, that I that I uh, missed. And so, if you don't know, I do have a radio channel over on YouTube. It's Okie OK Patriot Seventy Six Radio, and I got a strike a few weeks ago, so I can't post. I can't, and I also can't post on my podcast channel either. I can't post, or I, I guess I can post, but I got a strike on both of those channels. And so, um, I don't know what I'm going to do about the radio channel. It was, it was going pretty well. Uh, a lot of people were enjoying it and I really had a lot of fun posting that stuff. And, uh, but sometimes you have to watch out, you know, sometimes people get pissed about you posting their music. Uh, but then most people are, most people like, like sometimes the artist comments like, hey, thank you for sharing this. Like, but, um. I guess I just have to be really careful about posting in the future and I have to figure out what I have to do about that. But I, I have been making a uh, new music Friday playlist every single week. So if you haven't checked that out, it's on Spotify and you can get, there's a new uh, there's a link in the uh, description if you want to go check that out. But here are some of my favorite releases in the past five months, four months. Obviously the Aaron Lewis album, pretty good. And I'm just going to run through... I have, like, uh, I, I, I just made a kind of a list in my notes, basically. But there was, there was a bunch of people that put out really good music over the past four months. But uh, the Aaron Lewis album was fantastic. Uh, Tainted Lyric, A Beer Won't Bitch, is a pretty good song as well. The Jason Heedley album is amazing. Uh, the, uh, the Josh uh, Melloy, he's from Oklahoma. He's a really good artist. Uh, there's a movie on netflix that he wrote um the soundtrack to and he i don't know it's not available anywhere that song that's in that movie that it was filmed here in oklahoma i can't remember the name of it but it was um something about an indian something about a native american guy cheese i can't remember the name of it but it but it's on netflix uh but he they his song is on that, in that movie, and it's a really good song, and he, it's not available on YouTube or anything. It's, it's really good. The Muscle Eye Bloodline album is amazing. Ian No, Burning Down the Prairie. Dude, it is so freaking good. If you like folk, folky type Bob Dylan ish music, oh, dude, it's so damn good. Matt Daniel is amazing. David uh, Quinn, Down Home is like, is like really awesome. The Whiskey Myers, uh, The World is Going Crazy, I think their most recent song is awesome. Uh, Colby Acuff is absolutely amazing. Uh, The Welder Blue album, they're from, uh, Zane Williams is from Texas, but they have a song called Okie Soldier. It's really good. Uh, The the, the Redlands, uh, they're a band from Australia. Interesting. Interesting. It's not it's kind of okay. Uh, I think my favorite song is Hot Bread and Butter. It's a, it's a really good song. Uh, the Sheepdogs, they're a band from Canada. They have a song called Find the Truth. I think I posted it on YouTube like when it came out, but it's kind of like old 70s Southern rock. Really good. Uh, Hardy, obviously Hardy, the sold-out song, is amazing. Uh, Randall King, Roger Miller and Me, is a really good song as well. Uh, we have... Uh, Riverbend, like a, like Bluegrass. Uh, Forty Nine uh, Winchester. They put out an album recently. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, Haley Witters' new album is amazing as well. Uh, Jasper Lindell. He is um, an artist from Sweden, and it is it is so freaking good. When when that album came out a few months ago, I had that on repeat. It was it was amazing. Jasper Lindell. Uh, Josh Meacham is amazing. Uh, Backwood. I think, I think it's called Backwood. It's a band from Sweden. Or not Sweden, Switzerland. They're a band from Switzerland. And... Um, it's not my favorite, but the fact... I, I, like, I like artists... like I like to find artists. There's also a girl from uh, Sweden that I... I've found and that is really good that she sounds like she's from um she sounds like she's from the deep south or somewhere and I I like to find artists like that that are doing that that they're producing like really good country music like really good good and stuff and um backwood not my favorite but the fact that they're from another country makes it makes it um like it's an honorable mention. Like you ought to check it out. It's called Backwood. Uh, Oliver Miles Mashburn is amazing. Like the fact that he's not on the radio is just like a shame. Uh, the new Ernest Project Flower Shops. I think Sucker for Small Towns. Tennessee Queen is like a fire song. Uh, really good stuff there. Um, Zach Bryan, obviously. Uh, re- I can't wait for to see his new album. I think it comes out in June, maybe. But I uh, can't wait for that. Uh, the Yonder Mountain String Band. If you like bluegrass, again, it's a really good, awesome project. Uh, Waylon uh, Hanel. He wrote a song called Armageddon. And it's crazy because he released it like right during the Russia and Ukraine stuff. And... Uh, he wrote it like last year or two years ago or something like that and he released it like right just in time for it to like it was kind of weird it was kind of crazy uh the Ellis uh, billiard band um thanks to Joe Rogan I have a uh you know a bunch of subscribers on my on my radio channel because Joe Rogan posted a uh, posted the Ellis Bulliard band on his Instagram like maybe I don't know five or six months ago and people Google it or put, they were just searching that band and they found my channel. So but Ellis Bolliard is amazing. Go check him out. Uh the Jamie uh Jamie Mendel is a, is another artist from Australia I found I found interesting. Uh Emily Rose and the Rounders. Really good. Uh let's see if I can skip through these. Cause this I made a long list last night and I'm I'm not gonna talk about all this. This is way too many artists. Uh, Warren Zader's uh, Eli Howard, and The Greater Good is amazing. They have a song called "Blue uh, uh, Bad News," and it is amazing. The Kid Rock, yeah, the Kid Rock album is is awesome. If you to that. Um, let's talk about William Cart Green. Put out a new album recently. He has a new song called "All Pot No Chicken." And uh, I think it's called Aw Pot No Chicken. I think it's called that. But uh, basically, he's calling out all these crooked politicians. So it's 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 a pretty you know pretty good song. Uh, Casey Donahue put out a new album. It's amazing. Uh, Brian, Brian Martin album out. It's pretty big on uh, TikTok. See if I can. Just talk about a couple more here. I have a long list, but I'm not going to get to all these. Uh, Buddy Brown. Buddy Brown is amazing. He put out a new album called the uh, Country Sound or Old Country Sound or something like that. And uh, Red States is amazing. It's a really good song. And if you don't know who Buddy Brown is, he's a fantastic artist. Like, he's, a, he's a patriotic dude. Not afraid to talk about issues that are... Just go check him out on YouTube. He's, he's amazing. Um, Ted Nugent put out a new album recently. It's really good as well. Uh, Chris, Chris Jansen put out a new album. I'm really surprised that the song, uh, Flag on the Wall, the song Flag on the Wall is amazing. It's really good. I was listening to it last night. It's awesome. Um, Colton Jesse is an amazing artist. You need to check out. Wyatt Flores is amazing. Um, obviously Charlie Crockett is a cover album he put out recently. Willa Walker Jr., Man, I'm not—for a long, long time, I like, I, like, hated Willow Walker Jr. For, like, the longest time. I just despised him. I, I, I had nothing against him, but if you don't know who Willow Walker Jr. is, he's basically being played by a comedian—I can't remember his name. He's a, he's a comedian, he's a writer, he's a, he's a Hollywood liberal-type guy. What's, what's that guy's name? What's that guy's name?
1: Willer. Uh, what's that guy's...
0: Ben Hoffman. He's a writer... Um, he was a writer for Comedy Central. He had his own show, I think. Um, but he's... He's written for a lot of shows uh, in Hollywood, basically. But he plays a character, Willow Walker Jr. And... I just... I just, I never really got into like that vulgar... Country stuff. I just never did. I just, I, I never did like it. It's, it was just too much for me. But he put out this album and he's a country fan is one of the only songs I can tolerate. Uh, but I, I still just don't really care for Willow Walker Jr. I just think it's like there was also another artist out there that did a song called "Dick Me Down in Dallas. It was a huge, it was like the biggest song in the world, like for like a week. Didn't like it. Didn't care for it, but I but I also learned his story. Uh, what's his name? Trey Lewis. Trey. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Trey Lewis. I also learned his story, and I kind of gained some respect for the guy because he here he was he was trying to make it in Nashville. Um, and that song came out, and he was in Nashville for ten fifteen years trying to make it as an artist, and that song came out this dumbass song on TikTok. And now he's like selling out shows and he's like, he has a career. So I kind of, you know, I kind of like have a certain amount of respect for the guy, but I, I just don't like the song. Um, obviously, I have to talk about um, good buddy of the podcast, Cody Tyler and the Gypsy Convoy put out a new record uh, this past Friday. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, Cut the bull. It's really good. Really good song. Calling out the people in Nashville. But, um, yeah, man, I, um, uh, I, I said in the, in the podcast update episode that I'm going to change up the podcast. And so I, I may, I'm trying to figure out how to do this, but I think I'm going to talk about politics the first like hour or 30 minutes or something. And then at the last part of it, I'm going to like talk about music and then talk about like entertainment stuff. But, um. And it, like, talk about, you know, podcasts that I'm getting into and, and things like that. And so, um, you know, here recently I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. And, you know, in the past four or five months, I, my job, I was able to, you know, listen to podcasts like for 12 hours a day. And so um, I listened to like, like hours and hours and hours of podcast when I wasn't working. So, um, or when I, like, when I wasn't, um, it would make sense if you knew what I did, but I, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say what I did because, uh, anyway. But, um, it wasn't bad. It was just, I just, you know, it's, it was my business that I did and I don't do it anymore. But, um, essentially, I, w- I, w- I would listen to a lot of freaking podcasts when I wasn't taking calls. And so, um, or, you know, I, I would, Okay, so basically, my job that I did, I was I would have to do like a lot of paperwork, and I would have to take calls uh, occasionally, and um, but there was a lot of like downtime, and so I would I would listen to a lot of shows, and so one of the shows that I listened to uh, obviously was like news, and you know I, I would listen to like you know political shows, but I got tired of that after a while, and I I found this show like a long time ago that I got into, it's called Kill Tony. It's like it's a really good show and it's it's not kid friendly at all but um it was kind of it's kind of dirty but uh it wasn't it wasn't too dirty but it was it it was it, like it's not kid friendly and I I wouldn't recommend listening to it like uh I would probably listen to it at home or watch it at home but it's it, it's a lot better uh experience at home I would say but um yeah Kill Tony is like Like, if you don't know what Kill Tony is, so basically, like, these comedians, these comedians, uh, come up to, uh, the stage. Like, uh, Kill Tony is, like, is a a Tony Hitchcliffe's, um, show. And you have Brian Redman, and they have a guest on, on, on the show. And, uh, every week, or I think every Monday or something, they host this show, right? It's based in Austin, and uh, he was one of the guys that or one of the comedians that moved with Joe Rogan to Austin from l a and he he's pretty based like if you actually listen to what he says he's he's making jokes and maybe he doesn't believe it maybe he doesn't support Trump or he doesn't support conservative ideas but he's he's like one of the only comedians out there that's like calling out like Hillary Clinton or calling out Biden or calling out the vaccine or calling out like you know he's you know he makes jokes for both sides and actually actually there was a there was a conservative influencer on Tony like a few weeks ago his name is uh rodney smith he goes by uh, lord petty on on instagram and uh, shout out to lord petty he's he's like he's one of my favorite followers right now on instagram if you're not following him but um i didn't know he was a i don't know really what he does really but he he's a podcaster he has a podcast and he uh uh, he's—I guess—he's a comedian, I guess—and he—he was on there, and he was, you know, and he got made fun of on there. It was—it was kind of embarrassing, but uh, I don't know. But basically, you have people go up and they try their hand at comedy. Like maybe they do construction for a living, and they always had a dream to do comedy, and they get up and they do comedy, and it's—it's it's just one of my favorite shows because it's like it's real. It's kind of like American Idol for comedy. It's just. Like they're not afraid to, like, make fun of people, or like, insult people, and, and they're not, like, they're not afraid to make jokes that, like, cross the line. Like, I, I remember one time they, they made a joke about 9-11, and I was like, uh, I don't, like, I like dark humor, but this is way too far, It's way too far, but uh, listen to that, and then, oh, dude, I, I totally forgot about this show. I was going to start out the episode and give them a shout out but i guess i will but here in oklahoma uh they they have a group here uh in oklahoma city uh called uh, oklahoma predator um, and prevention and they're one of my favorite channels right now on youtube if you're not checking out this channel you're honestly missing out on like top-notch content it is like one of the it's like I don't know, like I've never really binge watched YouTube. But basically the premise behind this channel is um, they uh it's a group of, of two guys and they they uh they catch these 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 pedophiles, right? I, I don't know if I can say the word, but they catch these people who are into little kids. And so they basically use a decoy and they talk to them for several months, and they get them to meet up. They get them to to uh, um, agree to meet at a mall or like a public place, and then they they show up with a camera, and they and they say, "Oh, you're here to meet Brittany." Well, we're not. Uh, I'm actually Brittany, and it's like this dude, and they get him on camera, and the police comes, and sometimes they arrest them, and sometimes they don't, and um, it is. They, there's obviously like other groups in other states and they they basically work with other they basically work with other states or not other states but other groups in, in other states like they work with like people in Arizona and people in other other states and it's uh they went to Kansas recently and exposed a dude in Kansas that was trying to it's it's sick so it's like some of these people like like almost every like like 100% of these people are sick it, it's um it is really disgusting, and I I I knew that it, it, that was a problem everywhere, but I did not, I did not know that it was a big problem here just in Oklahoma. And they 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 basically just stay in Oklahoma City. They go they besides the one in Kansas, they basically stay in Oklahoma City. But they but they meet him at a restaurant. They meet him at the mall. They meet him at uh, public places. And uh, they just expose the shit out of them, and it's it's hilarious. And and they bring like the chat logs. They bring because sometimes they show up at these places, and the guys like I don't know what you're talking about. And they, they they pull up the chat logs, and they say, Oh yeah, you said this to this little girl. Like I wanna, and they I like I can't even say what they said. Like they have to bleep out some of the stuff. It's it is disgusting what some of these some of these sick old men say to what they think is a 13-year-old girl or sometimes it's a boy like it's just this is why i want to end with this take your kids off of social media take your kids off of social media ban social media in your household until they're 18 right watch this channel and you will be doing that for your kids right watch like watch this channel it is it is it is disgusting because what they do is they find these people on Facebook, or they find these 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 um, these these guys, and they set up a decoy profile, or I don't know how exactly they do, but they I, I like I would assume they set up a decoy profile and they put up a fake picture of a thirteen-year-old girl or whatever, uh, and they act like they're them, and they they do it on Facebook or they do it on like um, you know different chat like uh group chat or whatever it is uh not group chat but they do it on um what's the app whatsapp or they do it on some kind of app they are always talking about them anyway i want to give a shout out to oklahoma predator uh, prevention because it is they're doing really good work and some of these people are disgusting so that's one of my favorite channels right now on uh, youtube um, it's crazy because I I I don't I don't watch, you know, I hate uh, paying for stuff anymore. Like I hate paying for like, you know, streaming services because there's nothing good. There's nothing, like I like here a few months ago. Like I canceled like everything. I was I was paying like Hulu and all this stuff. There's nothing. There's nothing on there. Like, like even if you pay for Hulu, you still get ads. Like that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. It's just dumb. But uh, like I do have Netflix, I do have Hulu, but I don't watch them. I I watch uh you know either if I want to sit down and watch something, it's either on YouTube or I just don't watch stuff. Like, it's just it's, what's it's just dumb. Like there's there's so much uh like there was a there was a uh, speaking of Netflix, there was a or was that was that um was that an ad or like the Calvin Klein ad for Mother's Day had a pregnant man or whatever or a transgender there was a
1: netflix um, netflix
0: yeah there was um there's a show called he's expecting that came out a few weeks ago just, like, ridiculous. It's a new Netflix show about a transgender man giving birth. Like, just, who wants to watch that? Like, nobody, nobody wants to watch that. There is some good stuff on on, on Netflix, like, um, um, Ozark. Ozark is a fantastic show, if you haven't seen Ozark. Um, and, uh, I'm getting into this show called, uh, I think it's called Damnation. It is a really good show on Netflix, if you haven't seen it. But the thing about it is it's not... It's on a Netflix original. They bought the show or something from another network or something. But you haven't seen that... But, I mean, the, like, I'm not on this... Like, I'm not, like, one of these people who... Like, I'm just going to boycott Netflix altogether. And, like, only support, like, the patriotic version of it. Or, like, the conservative version of it. But I, I do... I do see what's happening with... um you know, like the Daily Wire, I think that they are, you know, in the next 10 years, they are going to be the new, like they're doing some great things. The, like the Daily Wire, they're going to take over, like they're, they're investing like a crap load of money into like their kids' content. That's awesome. I think, you know, they're putting out a movie this summer with, um, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Spearcy, Nick Searcy, and Gina Carano. Uh, they put out a movie here recently. Um, what's, what, what's the name of that movie? Spotlight? Something with like... Um, let's see what it's called. Daily Wire
1: movie. Shut in. Shut in. Um,
0: that was interesting. It was an interesting movie. But the fact that the Daily Wire produced that. And uh, they put out a... They put out a new, they put out a movie in 2020 called Run, Hide, Fight, but I don't think they produced that. I think what happened was the movie was already done, and nobody wanted to distribute it. I think that was what I heard, and The Daily Wire decided to put it out. Which and what's interesting, I didn't even know this until recently, is um, the whole reason why. Um,
1: What's her name? What's her name?
0: The whole reason why um, Isabel May is in 1883, which 1883 is like a really fantastic show, by the way, if you haven't seen it. But the whole reason why she is in that show, 1883, is Tyler Sheridan saw The Daily Wire, this movie, the Run-Hide fight, and uh, decided to cast her. So, And then she is like... Huge now because of 1883, and she's in another show. Uh, after that, so I I think the Daily Wire is is really changing things. Um, so I'm not against like the like you know the conservative version of these services. I'm just like I said, this whole idea of this podcast is I'm not against like these alternative platforms, but I think that if you want to change like really change things is what elon musk is doing and i hope i hope hope he goes through with it because i think it is going to be amazing i think it's going to be i think it's really going to help and uh if these libtards on twitter they and i hate saying that word but uh these these people on the left who are just crazy and they're on they're on twitter spewing nonsense if they want to leave leave like you know just go And, um, you know, speaking of Twitter, I guess, um, I mean, there's so much stuff to talk about, but I, I, I got to end it soon because it's, we're close. We're almost like two hours here. Um, hour and a half, but of course, uh, the, the new project Veritas, uh, and I have, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I have my doubts on this project Veritas. Thing. It's not that I don't believe these people. It's just that how do they how do they get these people to sit down at a restaurant and tell them like spill the beans on what's happening? Like I think like for the most part, I feel like like I'm not doubting these people. I'm not doubting James jo- uh, James O'Keefe. I I think that you know there it's probably true, but it's just like. Does anybody else have that um, feeling about Project Veritas? Like, how in the world do they get these people to sit down at a restaurant? And somebody somebody even said, somebody even was, was, was kind of making fun of it. They're like, um, let me see if I can find this tweet. Somebody, let me see if I can find. Uh, if you're an Indian dude working in a big tech company and a smoking hot chick seems super into you, it's not her. She's James O'Keefe. <laughs> I was like, I mean, how do they get these people to sit down? And th- that's just that's just what I, you know, that's just that's just my whole feeling about it. That's all I have to say. I have nothing against Project Veritas or James O'Keefe. I think they're doing awesome work. I really do. And the fact that they got deleted off of Twitter tells me all I need to know about what they're doing. If they get censored. Um and I didn't even talk about Doctor Oz and I may get into that at the end uh here. But um let's just let's just watch um let's just watch because uh, I haven't I haven't watched this full clip uh Tim Poole posted. Let's see if I can watch this here.
1: Um <laughs>
2: So on the right wing will be like, so it's the same, you just to tolerate it. The left will be like, no, I'm not gonna tolerate it. I need
0: a Or else I'm not gonna So it, it does, it right? It's true. I don't know of one What are saying? It's just something interesting. I don't... I don't, I don't Um, He said, I don't think the two parties can can coexist on one platform. That's interesting. That's interesting. And he, I mean, he, he, he obviously um, admits that Twitter is call me AF as fuck. They're, they call me. And, um, you know, like part of me, part of me just doubts this whole thing. Like part of me is like, Oh, they're, they're, they're telling, they're telling, um, does anybody else have this feeling like they're telling the right what they already know? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not doubting what he's doing. I'm just saying, like, I think it's good to question things like this, like, because they're, they're basically reaffirming, uh, they're basically reaffirming the, the beliefs that, that, that conservatives are, are you know, thinking, right? But he, but he said something about um I don't know the two parties can truly coexist in one platform. And maybe that's true. Maybe maybe what it boils down to is that, you know, the the left has their platform and the right has has their platform and you know I mean I I I really would wish that everybody could come together, but um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because Twitter is already a dumpster fire.
1: Uh-uh. I don't know. What are your colleagues saying?
2: Well, he's like okay with it, but some of my colleagues are like super left-left. What are um, they saying? much
0: since, like, Elon's a lot of things we're worried for our job
2: why are you so worried
0: they're worried for their jobs good I, I look like i said i hope they fire all these people you can go watch this video on twitter or on ProjectVeritas.com. I don't want to take all their content, and you probably can't hear it anyways. I don't know how good it was picking up, but um, I wanted to mention that because uh, I think it's, it's important to expose those types of things. But I, I, do, I, do, question, I do question, you know, like how, how do they get these people to get into a restaurant and um, just spill the beans on everything with their face not blurred out? They say their name, like, I don't know. That's just, that's just all I have to say about that. You can go check that out if you want to. Uh, today, I think maybe tomorrow is election day or uh, uh, for the uh, Senate race uh, in Pennsylvania. And that's been a big topic right now, especially on Twitter. Um, and that's, that's another thing that I kind of forgot about, my beef with Trump, uh, is Trump has endorsed uh, Dr. Oz. And it's very interesting to see It's very interesting to see, like, this whole thing go down because you have Newsmax, even like Newsmax posted a picture or or, uh, posted a video earlier and they had some guy on there shilling for Dr. Oz and maybe you don't have a problem with Dr. Oz. I just don't, I just never really thought of him as a conservative. Maybe he is because I knew he's from, I don't know where he's from. Where's Dr. Ross from? I I find it interesting, like, doesn't he live in New Jersey or something? And he's running in Pennsylvania.
1: He's from Turkey. But he he lives in... Doesn't he live in New Jersey, though?
0: I'm, I'm almost positive he lives in New Jersey, but he's running... In Pennsylvania. I didn't even know that was possible, and maybe that's not true, but Okay, so he okay, they changed in in late twenty twenty he changed his voter registration to the home of his in laws in Pennsylvania. Okay. But he still lives he still he's technically lives in New Jersey, which that is very interesting to me, but the 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 fact that that Trump has endorsed Dr. Oz, um, just it's just like one like it's just like a nail in the coffin. It's kind of like, I mean, not really, but it's kind of like I don't know how to describe it. But it keeps on like it's like one thing after another. It's like like the like the vaccine thing was one thing, and I was like, oh, that kind of hurt a little bit. Like him constantly promoting the vaccine, it's like kind of getting annoying. And then him coming out with this true social thing and him like not really it's like weird how he's like doing it and like he's not letting people on and it's not available anywhere. Um, it's just weird and I'm like that's kinda weird, like and then then him like promoting Doctor Oz and then Doctor Oz is like at one time he was praising the china lockdown. He was, at one time there's a video of him praising uh like he was basically saying what they did in china they need to do over here. Now, I I'll be fair, that video was from 2 years ago. But even 2 years ago, I I I mean, we didn't know a lot about covid 2 years ago. But even I was going, "Hey, what what's happening in China doesn't need to happen here." What happened like what what has happened over there? I don't know what exactly is happening, but I mean we were seeing people uh you know videos of people falling down and 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 people uh being welded shut in their homes and who knows if that was real but the, now it's fucking scary, okay and I knew two years ago at that at, you know at that point in time, two months into the pandemic, what was happening in China did not need to happen here all right. So, Dr. Oz said two years ago at this point that what what was happening. So, you know, he's praising that, and and there's also videos of of him from his show talking about uh, like supporting the idea of uh, kids transitioning genders or changing genders, and he's 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 basically saying that that's okay, and that he's um, supposedly pro Second Amendment, which I doubt that, but. I don't. I mean, it would be different if he was like the only Republican candidate, I guess. But it seems like, you know, all of these new, like all of these conservative, like even Breitbart and Fox News and Newsmax is like coming out and supporting Dr. Oz. It's just very strange. It's very weird. Very strange. And it's it's especially strange when you have a candidate like. Kathy Barnett who um, Fox News has lied about and like there's a whole smear campaign against this woman like I don't know a lot I don't live in Pennsylvania but from what I've seen she's a pretty good candidate like she like there's been pictures of her um, I mean like I said there's like a smear campaign right now and there some idiot pulled up pictures of her supposedly at January 6th like walking down the street like doing nothing at all like she was in the background like just like in the crowd like that's their whole that's all they have against this woman is like she was at the capitol doing nothing at
1: all on January 6th like okay really like that's all you have but if you don't know her story like um she she is
0: the product of of a of a of a rape um her mother had that happen to her and and that's how she was conceived and her mother had the option to abort her and she didn't um so i it boggles my mind that Trump doesn't support somebody like that. It boggles my mind that and plus she's black, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, that kind of, that would really help him right now, especially like people are still calling him racist. Like, but he doesn't like, it's basically like it's ha- like, it's basically like this golden platter is handed to Trump and he doesn't take it. Right. He, he doesn't, he doesn't care to support somebody who's like pro-life and it's obviously like a good candidate, right? Probably better than Doctor Oz. Like I don't, I don't know much about either one of them, but I'm just saying that it doesn't really make sense, especially when this like pro life stuff is going on. It'd be awesome for Trump to support somebody, you know, like that. But no, not no. Trump's not going to do that. So I think people are starting to wake up when it comes to Trump, and I'm not, I'm not against Trump. No, like people are going to say that oh you're just you're just a Trump hater. You sell out. Like you, you liberal? I, no, I, I'm not any of those things. Like I, I'm just—I think it's good to question certain, like even with the project Veritas. I think it's good to question things, certain things that the right does. And that's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Can't people? Like, can't I just question certain things that people do? Um, and and I know people. Most people will understand what I'm trying to say, but there's some people who are going to say like, "Well, you're you're a, you're a sellout liberal, you know, whatever." No, no, I just I think that you know Trump had his time, and I think that um, if he wins, which he he has a really good shot at winning, and I think that he he deserves that. But uh, this idea that it's going to be like that, we should have. Trump, 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 Trump. Every election and Trump all the time, every day, is just ridiculous. Like it's just not gonna work for me. So um, I, I don't think I think that's a dumb idea. I don't I don't like that because there's there's other people out there, you know, besides Trump. There's other people out there that could do amazing things, like Ron DeSantis, like Rand Paul, um, Ted Cruz, even. Um, those are those are the four people that I think. Um, are really good, and uh, so anyway, that's enough of that. You can go check out the website if you want to support the podcast, OkiPatriot76 dot com. Get yourself some coffee and get yourself one of these uh, cool little mugs here. If you can see that A little little cool mug, um, really cool. Also have some bigger mugs as well. But uh, if you want to check out that, also have some. This hat right here is available at. It's all, it, like one of my favorite hats, and uh, I've been wearing it everywhere. And people are like, "Where did you get that hat?" I, like I want one, and so um, I love it. Dude. It's like I just—it's it, you know—it's uh, just a cool hat. I like it, and it's really comfortable. I was I was I was expecting it to be not when I when I ordered it, but uh, it's, it's my favorite hat right now. I wear it everywhere. So I, I I'm in a bad habit. Like for a long time, for the longest time, I wore this hat. For like a year I have a bad habit of of wearing a hat out and I really need to wear other hats I really need to have a variety of my fashion but I'm not a fashionable guy I don't really care right I, I, I could care less but um I got new music out it's coming out very very soon uh, but I got two new singles out if you want to go check that out just type in conservative wherever you get music uh, follow me on Instagram at Republican boss and also follow me um on uh, Instagram as well okay, page 76 that's the backup page um what else Facebook no podcast past June if you are listening to this on Facebook uh yeah really good to be back and yeah thank you for watching and thank you for subscribing I really do appreciate it and uh, until next time uh keep on trucking